0: Hi, I'm Danny Carter-Iddins, founder and creator of Taking Back You. My vision for Taking Back You was simple. I wanted to create a safe place for mamas to focus on and believe in the dreams that have been placed on their hearts by God, where they could walk alongside other mamas who get and give advice on how to do this mom thing. And I wanted to tell mamas what I wish someone had told me that it's possible to be both a great mom and more than a mom at the same time. So join me. Let's build a community of mamas who aren't afraid to reach for the stars, even while holding their little ones in their arms. Let's grow together. Let's learn together. And more importantly, let's remember that becoming a mom doesn't mean we have to give up who we are. Want to learn more? Join us at TakingBackYou.com to learn all about the mission of Taking Back You, to connect with other mamas, and to share your expertise. I can't wait to do this mom thing with you. Coming to you straight from Indianapolis, aka The Circle City, this is the Taking Back You MomCast. The Taking Back You Momcast is a witty, authentic, and sometimes sarcastic podcast for millennial mamas who are in the thick of mom life. And I'm your host, Danny Carter Idens, wife, Millennial Mama, Motivational Speaker, and Motherhood Advocate. hello hello, hello. welcome to the Taking back you momcast. Hi guys, how you doing? It's Danny Carter Idens, your host and I am back after a super long hiatus and my gosh, what has happened in the last few weeks? none of us could have ever, even in our wildest dreams imagined. and on top of everything else, I got a really bad sinus infection. And so I couldn't even talk, you guys. It was bad. It was really bad. But I am back with a message that I wanted to share with all of my listeners because I thought it was completely appropriate. Earlier this week, I did a talk with uh, a virtual talk with a few of um, with a few moms from the Indiana MOPS and the Ohio MOPS um, coordinators and leaders group. And it was just a way, you know, like some words of encouragement for this time right now, for, you know, while we're going through this pandemic. And I wanted to share them with you because I listened back to the episode afterwards and I thought, hey, my listeners could really benefit from what I have to say. And, and like I say in the episode, I honestly benefited from it myself. I really do believe that God knows knows what we need to hear when we need to hear it. And this, you know, preparing the conversation that I had with those women in that group, I really think did me a lot of good too. So I am... Um, I'm sharing that with you, and that's what today's episode is going to be. I I want to know how you are doing. So, after you get done listening to this episode, I, I do at the end of it, I, I share a prayer, and I really mean it when I say please reach out to me via Facebook, Instagram, social media at all. Um, you can email me, find me on my website at DannyCutterAdams.com let me know how you are doing and how I can help help you. I'm, I'm praying for you mamas every single day but I want to, you know, have specific prayers if that is at all possible. So please let me know how I can help you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll come back on at the end and just share a little bit more information but I really hope that this touches you and that you are able to get something from it and that you realize that while this time is really hard, we are all in this together and I want to give you an interesting perspective and a way to look at everything that I hope will brighten your coming weeks and months ahead. thanks guys Hello hello hi guys how you doing? It is Danny um, Carter Idens, and I am a women's motivational speaker um, and Amy Gwen asked me to come on today to give you guys some words of encouragement and support just during these, um, honestly, just like super uncertain times. Um, So first of all, I do want to thank Amy for inviting me to do this. And, you know, honestly, the crazy thing is, um, and I always, I, I always say this, and I'm never surprised, but I am but I know that God always... Hi, Amy. um, God always knows what you need to hear when you need to hear it. And so last week, Amy asked me to come on and speak to you guys. And I honestly, it was such a blessing because the things that I'm going to tell you guys today are the exact same things that I needed to hear. A week ago, I was sitting on my couch Um, I had watched a great amount of Netflix and I was just trying to figure out like what I was going to do next. And so in creating this for you guys, I also was able to, um, in, in encourage and motivate myself. So I hope that this is helpful. Um, because honestly, this is a message that I needed to hear just as much as, um, you might need to hear it. also. So, okay. So let's, I'm going to take you back about two weeks. Uh, actually, no, gosh, it's probably almost two and a half weeks now. And it was about 11 o'clock at night and my husband and I were sitting in bed. We were about to go to bed. And he said to me that he was just so, um, he loved, he loved his job, but he was just so upset that he didn't really have a lot of time to do any of the things that, he enjoyed. So as much as he loves being a teacher, and yes, he's a, he's a ninth grade English teacher here in Indianapolis, and he loved. don't get him wrong, he loves his children, he loves his job, um, but he just wished he had more time to do the things that he wanted to do and that he enjoyed doing. So of course, I motivational speaker mode kicked in, and I started giving him the spiel of, you know, you, ha- you make time for what you care about and all that. And, you know, talked him off the ledge um, and we called it a night. So what was crazy was that within 18 hours, less than 18 hours later, we would learn that our, um, like, gosh, the next, well, at that point it was only three, three and a half weeks they were going to be out of school. So our son and my husband were going to be out of school for the next three and a half weeks. And that's what we learned um, a few weeks ago. And so I turned him and I was like, Hey dude, you wanted time. So now you got it. What are you going to do? But here's the deal. If you're like me, if you're anything like me, you're a control freak. Um, because I am an extreme control freak, it's okay, I've dealt with it, I've learned how to handle it. The people in my life know how to handle it. But you're probably struggling right now because this is uh, a very uncertain time. We really don't know what is gonna happen. Um, Every day we turn on the news and we hear something else that's scary. And it's just a continual, I feel like every day I wake up and I'm just like, my God, what is, what is seriously going on? But here's the deal. You might also be having some reactions that are actually kind of positive. And I'll tell you what I mean. The thing is, that I had a lot of different reactions. So I had positive reactions and I had negative reactions and they were happening at the same time. So they were like, it was really contradictory for me. I was feeling joy. Because my family, we were all going to be together for a long period of time. And I'll tell you what, my dog was especially feeling joy because he knew all of his people, you know, we're, we're home. Um, he doesn't exactly know what's going on, but he's just really excited. We're all home uh, all day, every day, and we're all here. And everybody that I love, we're under the same roof. And so I, I, I feel joy because of that. And I'm excited because I don't have to drive my son to all these different places. Um, taekwondo, swimming lessons, all these different places. School, the, the drop-off and pickup line at his school, I don't miss it. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm excited about that. But I'm also confused because I don't know how to keep my family safe. I don't know how to keep my son safe. I mean, I know, okay, we stay home. Cool. But what happens when we need groceries? Or, you know, any myriad of things are running through my mind. And I'm, and I'm anxious because I don't know how long this is going to last. You know, we don't know how long this is going to last. We, we have an idea of what we would like to happen, but we don't necessarily know if that's what's going to happen. And honestly, like I said, I was, I'm depressed. I'm a little depressed because I, you know, my life is not what it was two weeks ago. I'm not doing the things, you know, maybe I, I got to get rid of things that I didn't wanna do, but I'm also not doing the things that I enjoy. I don't have the free time, you know, and moms, we need our free time, all right, a little bit of free time. I don't have the free time that I had just a couple of weeks ago. And I have fear because you know what? You hear on the news about people who have lo- has lost their, have lost their jobs, um, their source of income. Well, guess what? I'm one of those people. I am a certified fitness instructor and I got an email last week that said my job is is no longer there because, you know, um, gyms across the country are closing and and they're closed. So I had that loss of income as well. So I have a lot of fear because now we're trying to figure out how we're going to handle things. And luckily, I'm not the breadwinner, but that's not always the case. And of course, there's isolation because, you know, You can't just run and go see family or friends and hang out with people that you want to hang out with. We moved down here. We moved to Indianapolis a little, just a little under a year ago. And the reason we moved down here was to be with family. So now here we are. We are 10 minutes from a lot of family and we can't even go see them. We can't even go visit them. And so that's really hard for us because we don't, you know, um, the reason we're here is to spend time with family. So it's really hard that, you know, even though my husband's parents are 10 minutes away, we can't even go see them because honestly, we don't want to put them in, you know, at risk. And honestly, we're feeling grief. We're grieving because we don't know if all the people that we love are going to survive this, if they're going to know, if they're going to know what to do, if they're going to be there at the end of this. And really, I'm grieving the life that I had. Because I don't know that when this is over, the life that I had a month ago, I don't know if it's still going to be there. And I don't know what it's going to look like. And so, yeah, that's scary. But I will tell you something. Like I said at the beginning of this, God is a good God. and He knows what you need to hear when you need to hear it. So when Amy asked me to do this talk for you guys today, I started, of course, researching I started reading. And on top of that, I happen to go to a very life-giving church that has motivated us to continue to meet with each other every single week virtually. And that's what we've been doing and so I've been preparing, you know, and still doing my Bible study even though honestly, it has been difficult. I'm not going to lie, it's been difficult to do. But one day last week I opened up my Bible study to read and I fell on these words, the end is never the end. It is only the beginning. And at first when I read those words, I had to laugh because I thought about a soap opera. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought about a soap opera and you know how when they have soap operas, they have um, arcs, like all their stories are told in arcs. So you have the, um, you know, beginning, like whatever the conflict is and then as the conflict is resolved, the solution or the resolution of that conflict usually is the beginning of the next conflict. And so it made me laugh at first because I was like, oh my gosh, this is literally just like, you know, days of our lives. The end is never the end. It's the beginning. And then I realized that that might be why I'm grieving because instinctively, I know that after all of this is over, things will never be the same. And that might be why you're grieving because instinctively, you know that Things will not be the same once this is over. But what we have to remember is we have to remember that God is a very good God. And that he sees the big picture and we don't. And I know for us control freaks, that is really hard to deal with. And I mean, I I pray all the time that God gives me, you know, um, gives me, I don't know, a sneak peek, a preview of what's going to go on. But the fact is, is that we want to know everything so badly. We want to know why this is happening so badly, but we can't. And it's actually a blessing because if we had to know all the things that God knew, I mean, honestly, we wouldn't be able to take it. So what I'm choosing to do and what I hope you can choose to do is you can look at this as a reset. You can look at this as a way to kind of, you know, start over. Because every experience that I'm and and I'm learning this and I'm learning this and I I, I tell myself this all the time and I tell my, my friends and my family this all the time. Every experience that we go through and every season that we go through is for one thing, and that's for God's glory. And so it, it may be hard right now to, to even think about that, you know, because you're thinking, okay, God's glory, what do I do with that? But the thing is, is that God turns death into life and he gives us triumph for our suffering. And so right now we're sitting here and we don't know why any of this is happening. We don't understand this. But I want you to think about this. I want you to ask yourself this. During this time, during this time of sitting at home with your family or if you're even by yourself, if you, are, if you don't have anyone at home with you, you know how many of you were lamenting a few weeks ago, like my husband was? Saying I don't have enough time to do anything. I don't have uh, you know enough time to do the things that I enjoy, let alone the time to do the things that I you know have to do, my work or whatever. How many of us have said we don't have enough time? How many of us have you know started to do something, maybe before all of this happened, but we stopped because we didn't really feel like we had the time to put into it, or you know to put the right effort into it. You know how many of us have put off our dreams. And they're dreams that God placed on our heart. We put them off because we didn't think we had enough time to do those things. We didn't think we had the ability or the space to do those things. How many, I mean, like, cause I do the same thing. I literally, there's something that I've been trying to do for two years, you guys, but I keep giving, there's always an excuse. Cause first the excuse was, you know, my son, um, well, he's in preschool. Okay. Well, now he's in kindergarten. Well, now oh, I can't do anything cause he's in kindergarten. Oh, well this and that. And we moved and we, this and we, that, and there's always, a, you know, there's always a reason, but you know what my mom used to say to me when I was a little kid, she used to say, go sit down somewhere, go sit down somewhere. And I believe that this is what God is saying to us right now go sit down somewhere and do what you need to do. And I'll tell you, my husband, the first thing he did, I think we had, we had, we had maybe uh, two days of like, what is happening? And then my husband sat down and he created his COVID-19 to-do list. And it wasn't a honey-do list. It was a list of the things that he's been wanting to do, but just never had the time. And I said, look, babe, you have this time to do these things. He's finishing projects that he started. I mean projects he started in y- y'all in like 2008 and now he has the time. I've been catching up on my writing. I've been catching up on my reading. My point is don't forget to use this pro- this time. Don't forget to actually use this precious time because it is it's it is it is such a precious time that I I do honestly believe if we can focus and we can really put our eyes on the prize here We can use this time to, I I mean, honestly, we can use this time to change the world. Because honestly, we may have had to give up things that we love doing. We did. But isn't it, isn't it like awesome that we also had to give up things that we didn't really want to do? I mean, I'm really excited about the fact that I do not have to go in the drop-off line, at least for another month at my son's school, because I can't, I can't even, that's another story for another day. And the other thing I thought about, I thought, okay, we have things that we need, you know, that we've been needing to do, that we finally have time to do. But the other thing I thought about is, it's crazy. I spoke to a woman in Israel uh, about a week and a half ago, kind of at the beginning of this. And she, and, and guess what she was doing? She was in Israel and she was sitting in her apartment with her husband and her son and their dog, and they were quarantining. They were in isolation and i thought to myself oh my gosh you're in israel i am in the united states and we're doing the same thing we're literally doing the same thing and we're talking over zoom about how we're doing the same thing and we had the same feelings so i realized i'm like moms all over the world are feeling exactly how we feel right now so in a strange way and actually it's really not so strange when i think about when i think about god and his goodness in a strange way this this pandemic is bringing us together. I was talking to a woman on the other side of the planet and we got each other. We understood each other. We knew what the other one was facing and we were able to support each other, even though we had a lot of differences on paper. And our differences, honestly, they don't mean anything right now. Race, culture, politics, class, none of that means anything right now because we have an enemy that doesn't care. It is non-discerning. It is non-discriminatory. It doesn't care what we look like, who we are, where we came from, what we believe. It just wants to attack. And so, you know, what is that saying? The enemy of my enemy is my friend (laughs) or or whatever, you know? Um, and 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 that's the thing. We're all in this together. And I see that all the time on TV alone together, but I don't like that. I don't like alone together. I'm going to choose to go the, uh, the high school musical route. (laughs) And I'm going to say we're all in this together. Cause we are, we are all in this together and not just, you know, us mamas, but like literally the entire world, we are all in this together. And I'll tell you, I'm missing going to church. I'm missing going to the functions that I go to every day, but what if this canceled, you know, these times of canceled things is an opportunity for us to search for God, to seek God in the people around us. Or maybe it's an opportunity to go back to the word. Maybe it's an opportunity to go back to our Bibles. Maybe it's an opportunity to truly seek what we need to find. And that goes back to the time thing. That goes back to we have time. How many of us don't? You know, we say well, we don't. Have, I don't have time to, to read the Bible. I don't have time to you know do my Bible study. Well, guess what, girlfriend? Yeah, you do. You got woo, girl. We got time. And you know, I'm a homeschooling mama right now. And here's the deal. Here's the funny part. My husband and I, we are both licensed educators. Like I said, he's an, he's a high school English teacher, and I'm actually also a licensed English teacher. I'm just not teaching right now because I chose to stay home, but we're sitting here now, now we are teachers homeschooling our kindergartner. My teaching license is in middle school, high school, y'all. It is not in kindergarten, okay? So I'm sitting up here trying to figure out what. what is even the purpose of this? But I, I have a love for teachers and a heart for teachers, so I know that, okay, I'm gonna keep plugging along. And even in that, I'm still trying to find something positive because I'm realizing, hey, you know what? Our kids are safe, they are at home, they are with us. And, you know, think about a year ago, think about a year, year and a half ago. We were all so worried, you know, about our, our, our the safety of our students in this country because there were so many things that were happening that were outside of our control, all the school violence that was plaguing our schools. And now think about it, now our children are safe at home with us. And honestly, if the price I have to pay is that I teach my son um, how to, you know, the difference between vowels and consonants and, and how to read, okay, I'll do it because I know he's safe. Right now, he's upstairs playing Legos. And honestly, this is an opportunity to reconnect. There are people that I called in the last couple of weeks that I kept, I kept putting it off. I kept saying, I don't have time to call her. I don't have time to call him because, you know, I'm doing this, this, and this. Well, guess what? I called them. This is an opportunity to reconnect. After I get off of here, I'm actually gonna write a letter because I remembered how fun it used to be. Remember how fun it used to be to get letters? I'm gonna write a letter. I think that's gonna be like awesome because I haven't written a letter in years. I don't even know. And honestly, I, like I said, I've been using this time in the word because I don't, I don't know what's going on. None of us do but I know that the Bible says not to fear. And so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to, when I feel scared, I'm going to open my Bible and I'm gonna read how it tells me not to be afraid. And listen, things are gonna change. Even after this is over, they have to, things are gonna change. But what I want you to ask yourself, I want you to be real with yourself. I want you to ask yourself, is that necessarily a bad thing if things change? I want you to use this time, and I'm gonna finish with this, I want you to use this time to get back to what you know about God. Cause that's really the only thing that we know for sure right now is what we know about God. We know that God always, always, always has a plan. And, and we wanna know what that plan is, but it's not for us to know. But what you do know is this, you know that Psalm 18.2 says that God is your rock, that God is your fortress. You know that Psalm 34.18, says that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. And you know that Psalm 105 says that the Lord is good and his love endures forever. So that means that in the midst of this, this, his love endures. When this is over, his love endures. When we are discussing this and we're talking about this 10 years from now, and we're like, what the heck was that? God's love endures. And Proverbs 3, 5, Tells us to trust in the Lord with all our heart and to lean not on our own understanding. I have read that line in the Bible, that verse, over and over and over and over. It has become my mantra. Pretty soon, I think I'm going to write it. I think I'm going to write it on my mirror. And if you have to do it, get a dry erase marker and write uh, the Bible verse that you need to hear on your mirror, in your bathroom, wherever. Stamp it on your forehead. I don't know. But that's what I'm going to do, because we don't have all the info. We don't have all the, all the details. We just know what's happening right now. But God, God is today. He's tomorrow. And he's always. And we know that. That's what we can trust. And we don't understand what's happening right now. I mean, like I said, I turn on the news every day and I just, I hang my head. But someday, whether it's on this side of paradise or the other, we will learn what this is for. We will will learn what this time is for. All the pieces will fall into place. And we will be able to look back at this time and we will be able to truly understand why this is happening. And we'll be able to see what we were supposed to learn. And finally, we'll see what we were supposed to do and how that made us who we become. I just wanna pray for you guys really fast. Father God, I pray for the beautiful women in this group for the beautiful moms in this group, I pray that you walk beside them, Lord, that they feel your presence when they're anxious, when they're scared, when they're confused, that they know that you walk beside them. Lord, I pray that they put their trust in you and that when they don't know what's going on, Father God, that they don't lean on their understanding, but on their trust in you. Because God, the Bible tells us, the Bible tells us the truth. The Bible tells us that you are our rock. You are a fortress. And a fortress, those don't don't just get knocked down. You know, a good wind doesn't come by and knock those down, Father God. Thank you that you are a fortress. Thank you that you are our rock. Thank you that you will guide us through this. And thank you, Father God, that this time is our time to reset. It's our time to do the things that we keep saying we don't have time to do. And Lord God, I pray that you're with the people right now who are experiencing loss, whether it's the loss of contact with another human being, income loss, job loss, any kind of loss, Father God, I pray that they feel your presence. I, feel that, I, I pray that they know that you walk beside them. And God, thank you so much that in your wisdom, you knew this was going to happen. And that's why you've given us the Bible, Father God. That's why you've given us the words that we need to get through this. Lord God, I pray that you embolden and that you strengthen all who are able to help out in this. I pray for our nurses, for our doctors, for our paramedics, for anybody in the medical community, that you give them the wisdom and the strength to get through this time. And Father God, I pray that you lift them up and that you hold them in their arms and that they know that we love them And we are so grateful for everything that they do. And Lord God, I pray for the moms. Pray for the mothers who looked up a couple weeks ago and and realized not only are they caregivers, but they're also teachers. I pray for wisdom for them. I pray for peace in their heart and that they know that they can get through this. Thank you, God, so much for this time. I pray for all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, I hope, I hope those words helped. I hope that they offered you some sort of encouragement and comfort and support. And please feel free to reach out to me. You can message me on Facebook at any time. If you, would, if you have any prayer requests, I can pray for you. I, I, I have been praying for you, um, but if you have a specific request, I would love to pray for you. And if you have any questions, Feel free to message me. Other than that, guys, I hope you have just have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your time, guys. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. For more information on Taking Back You and the Taking Back You MomCast, visit us at takingbackyou.com. From there, you'll be able to follow us on social media, listen to past episodes, and learn all about the mission of Taking Back You. Be sure to subscribe to get future episodes. And from all of us at Taking Back You, thank you so much for your support.